Welcome to Numbers Out Wide with Dr. Duke, the podcast about interesting numbers in the world of rugby. We are part of the Bottomless Rugby Network, a series of podcasts that come out on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Thank you for joining me this week. Please consider following Bottomless Rugby on our social media pages. I do hope everyone had a productive week under these times and that everyone is safe and healthy. We have been busy with a series looking at Super Rugby stats and numbers and seeing what are some of the trends that have been taking place in recent years. This week we're going to be looking at the all-important statistic, the only one that actually matters in the game of rugby and that is winning. This podcast will be split into two. Today we look at derby matches, tomorrow we will look at the international matches when teams play foreign opposition. First, let's get into the home fixtures. Now, it's certainly true within Super Rugby, even though the format we've had makes it possible for teams to get into the playoffs, even if they weren't the most winningest teams out there. But in essence, to get home field advantages, to get high in the logs, wins is all that really matters and looking at the conferences as a whole with the, with these derby matches when the teams play at home all three conferences in general do pretty well at home quite consistently and it ranges from 61 percent to 66 percent win winning percentages when the teams play at home for australia at 61 percent for new zealand 64 percent and for south africa 66 percent of the time that in these derby matches the home teams win i don't think that's anything surprising in actual fact it it, it kind of just shows that derby matches are generally tightly contested and the advantage tends to go to the home side but if we go into a little bit more detail and we look at the australian conference and we look at how the teams fare at home we can start to see some patterns emerge now, we do, do know that the Brumbies have been the best Australian side in the last couple of years. And all the previous podcasts I've done, looking at the other data like the points differences and the amount of penalties they get on average per game, there's been a general trend that the Brumbies do pretty well. And the same is true with the all-important winning statistic. Uh, 79% of the time, the Brumbies will win at home. The next best within the Australian conference is the Rebels in the last couple of years, followed by the Waratahs at home. Then the Reds only managed to get to win about 58% of the time at home, and obviously we know that the Sunwolves have been poor all around. They only win 20% of their matches at home. Really not a good statistic uh, when you look at it that way. Now, the New Zealand conference, obviously we know uh, the Crusaders have been absolutely sensational at home they haven't dropped a single derby game at home over the last three years i think that probably goes a little bit further than that so 17 matches they have played um, at home against new zealand teams they have won every single match the next best within the conference is the hurricanes they win 77 percent of their home fixtures against new zealand teams uh, you follow that by the Chiefs at 62%. For the Highlanders, it's a 50-50 draw on the day. And the 
Blues in recent years, they have really, really struggled. This one actually surprised me. They have only won 15% of their home games against New Zealand uh, competition the last couple of years. So it's been really tough times for the Blues. Now, I must just mention that uh, when, when I put the data together, I'm not taking draws into account. It still counts as a fixture. Obviously, it has an effect on the percentages we'd see there. It, it doesn't really count for a win and it doesn't really count for a loss. But yeah, um, draws essentially will bring the percentage down a little bit because, I mean, it, it's just not a win. That is what it's really about. It's all about the winning. And when we look at the South African conferences, when the teams play these derby matches at home, uh, in general, we see that uh, percentages are higher for more of the teams. So all, all teams, you know, win most of their matches at home. Uh, the Bulls and the Sharks bring up the Riyadh 62%. I mean, it's good enough. It's, it's not the best, but it's good enough. But then we look at the Stormers, Lions and the Jaguars and the numbers are quite bigger than those for the Bulls and the Sharks. The Stormers, they win about 80% of their matches at home. Well, all three of them, basically 80%. For the Stormers, it's 79% of the time they win at home against SA opposition, SA conference opposition. The Lions are sitting at 80% and the Jaguars are sitting at 77% of the time they win at home. This is really good stats. Um, this is what you would want to see as a fan supporting your team you at least want to know okay when my team plays at home they have a good chance of winning even more so when they play other teams within their conference given that the way that the system was set up you want to make very sure that you win against your your conference competitors to get that top guaranteed spot to go into the playoffs now when the system is going to change going forward for Super Rugby. It's going to be interesting um, to see what the effects on the logs would be. Obviously, this would in some way still be considered a derby fixture. And there would be a lot of value in these numbers to help people with their Super Proof predictors in the future. Personally, I tend to not do so well at predictor. I preferred playing the fantasy, uh, putting teams together, looking at all those sort of... Um, in-game statistics that help you make decision with that but if you are someone who tends to struggle with predictor like me this is a mini cheat sheet and i'm definitely going to be trying it out going forward so next up let's look at the other side of the coin and what are these trends when they play these derby fixtures away from home now obviously We've already seen that in general, teams win at home. So it, it does make sense that when they go play away from home in these derby matches, you would expect most of the teams on general to lose. And looking at the conferences as a whole, I mean, this is just the other side of the coin. Um, Australia, they would away from home win about 40% of the matches, uh, South African teams would win about 34% of the matches, and New Zealand teams away from home in these derby matches, they would win about 30% of these matches. I mean, nothing nothing too, too crazy in those numbers. Now, let's look at the Australian conference itself, and this did take me a little bit by surprise, uh, particularly the Waratahs. 
they have the best winning percentage against Australian teams away from home. They win almost 70% of the time when they play Australian opposition away from home. This was quite surprising, particularly because the last couple of years, the Waratahs haven't been looking that good. But maybe this is one aspect where I've kind of overlooked uh, how the Waratahs plays, and it might just be because those games are early in the morning, and, you know, sometimes you wake up and you've missed the game because the night before was a good night. Um, next up was the Brumbies. I was expecting the Brumbies to, to still do the best here, but they only won 50% of their matches against Australian conference teams away from home, uh, followed by the Rebels at 38%. That is... That is not too bad. I mean, I would I would still be fine with if my team, okay, 40% of the time away from home, they'd win. that is kind of expected, you know. But when you come to the Reds, and particularly the Sunwolves, it looks very bad. And I was surprised that the Reds uh, were just that poor in the last couple of years playing away from home against Australian opposition. They would only win 17% of the time away from home in these derby matches. The Sunwolves, it's 11%. Um, essentially, for the Sunwolves, they've only won one match away from home against Australian conference opposition in the last three years. And for the Reds, it's been two matches that they've won. So, not good on that front. Uh, I think it's pretty clear now, you know, if you, if you look at the win percentages, just how poor the Sunwolves have truly been uh, in this competition. For the New Zealand conference, uh, obviously, you know, we, we'd expect the numbers to be down. I was a little bit surprised uh, that the Crusaders were not that good. And, and I had to go and look at the data itself and be sure, like, did, did my algorithms to pick up who, were, who, who was winning, who did not win, and in which uh, situations did I get something wrong in my algorithms? Because the Crusaders surprisingly in these derby away fixtures they've only won 54 percent of their matches i thought it was a little bit better given the dominance that they've generally had and surprisingly most of those losses they've taken were against the chiefs um it it, it wasn't the case where every team now and again would pip them it was mainly the chiefs that would somehow pull an upset so only 54 percent for the crusaders they so i mean essentially you know, the Waratahs have a better winning percentage in derby matches, but I mean, they are playing different opposition. Um, every other team obviously now has a losing winning percentage or one that's less than 50%, given that how strong these teams generally do play at home. Um, next up, you'd have the Hurricanes at 36%, then the Chiefs at 31%, the Highlanders at 21% of the time they'd went away from home. And then you have the Blues. They've only won one fixture to give them 8% winning uh, percentage when they play away from home. That's not good. And now with the New Zealand Super Rugby competition, you know, gearing up to be started in the month's time, this is going to be quite handy once the Super Brew predictions come back up. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give this a go. Um, even if Even just trying it out, I think it should be okay. I want to see the Blues do better. They do have Bowden Barrett that's coming back now. Um, you know, players have had time to rest up again. If there were some some injuries and things that came in, cool, they had time to rest. But 
you know, I think we can definitely prepare ourselves to see a bit more enterprising rugby. I wonder how keen the players are going to be to get really physical with everything that's been happening. And um, I'm certainly hoping that excitement will be put at the forefront um, and that it's not just going to be about, you know, winning this little Super Rugby New Zealand thing. Obviously, teams are going to gun for it, but I'm hoping that they're going to put entertainment first and that we'll see a lot of tightly contested try-scoring festivals once that competition starts. Right, let's take a final look at the South African Conference before we wrap things up for this episode. When they play away from home in these derby fixtures, the Lions are the, are, are the team with the highest winning percentage. It's a 50-50 call for them. 50% of the time they win away from home. Every other team within the conference, when they play away from home, tends to struggle. The one that I did think was quite surprising is the Jagos. They only win 24% of the time when they play away from home. That might either be a travel factor. Um, when they come over from Argentina, that first fixture, I think, you know, it's, it's always going to be the most difficult fixture for them. It's likely that that is the one that they would always lose and then they'll maybe pick up one win um, within the tour once they're there. I mean, I mean the Jagos travel a lot and they tend to play early on. They play, you know, within South Africa. So you could also factor in, you know, they're playing at altitude early in the competition players are just not as fit as they would be after playing a couple of rounds um all right so the stormers do pretty decent 36 percent of the time they would win away from home uh, the sharks at 31 percent the bulls at 29 percent so in this case when it comes to derby matches the jaguars have been struggling within the south african conference um i'm pretty sure that if it wasn't for last year's stats uh, that the Jagos had, that that percentage would probably look even worse than 24%. So with that, that is the overview of the Derby matches, home and away. The next episode, we will take a look at the international fixtures. But for now, let's wrap up. We have a voice messaging function built into Anchor. So please... Let me know what are your thoughts on, on these numbers you've seen or what surprised you. What do you think is going to happen with the Super Rugby New Zealand competition that's coming up? Do you think there's going to be a team that is able to topple the Crusaders at home? And do you think the Blues are going to perform better now that they're going to get their main man, Bowden Barrett, finally playing this year? What are your thoughts on that? I'd very much like to find out. With that, thank you for joining me this week on the Numbers Out Wide podcast. Uh, you can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and others. And also, if you do like this, consider following our Instagram and Facebook pages at Bottomless Rugby and on Twitter at BTL underscore rugby. And do tell your friends, very much appreciate that. So, this is the wrap of this first part. Tomorrow will be a closer look at the international matches so until then stay away from your boys wash your hands often drink lots of water and stay safe cheers